Ah, crap. Umbrella's up to it again. Today I'm talking about Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's F Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about Resi- the new Resident Evil movie. Now, I know it's a bit confusing because they just had a Netflix show that came out that a bunch of people watched and not so many people liked. So uh, this is a review of the most recent movie, so be sure you're listening for that. All right, so without further ado, let's get started. The persistence of the Resident Evil movie franchise, much like the video game franchise it's based on, is very impressive. Despite none of the movies being particularly well-received, the series put out six films in under 15 years, all of which were written and mostly directed by one man, Paul W.S. Anderson, with the same leading lady, and his wife, Mila Jovovich. But much like the video game franchise, the 2020s meant it was time to rethink and reboot, and maybe, just maybe, use the games that the franchise is based on as the baseline for a story. Anything can happen. Taking place in 1998, the film tracks the police officers of Raccoon City, an umbrella-controlled research town whose residents are starting to display some worrying behaviors. Zombie. With Umbrella looking to contain the problem and an army of undead residents in their way, Claire Redfield joins forces with her brother Chris and his police compatriots as they try to find a way out of the infested city. I like this movie a lot more than I thought I would, mostly because it avoids one of the franchise's biggest problems, scale. One of the issues with the previous Resident Evil movies is that they tended to go big with giant battles in giant locations with the fate of the world at stake, which loses its luster when you do it over and over again. I swear the final three films in that franchise just run together. We power up Alice, then take her powers away, then power her up again, and may or may not introduce old characters from the first three films, rinse, repeat. Also, you don't actually have the CGI budget to do this very well. While Raccoon City is is technically a city that's overrun, but we're going for a more classic Resident Evil location, including, sorry, locations, including creepy hospitals, a police station, and a house full of zombies. We've got two to three person teams working their way through cramped spaces in silence before all hell breaks loose and folks starting start and folks starting to fight for their lives. It's a Resident Evil video game remake approach. And though the movie is very slow, very, very slow to get going and spends far too much time on characters who have little to no arc, once it does get going, it's pretty fun. We switch between face-offs between crowds of zombies and uber-zombies as supplies and allies dwindle, and the mix of CGI and special effects makeup works pretty well. At least, early. I also enjoy little change-ups to the personalities of familiar characters and casting. For instance, the casting the non-white Avon, uh, Jogia uh, as the pale and blonde-haired Leon Kennedy and Tom and Tom Hopper as a kinder, gentler Wesker. And of course, Neil McDonough is here. He loves this stuff. Now, is this movie about anything? Kinda? There's an underdeveloped undercurrent that I wish the movie got into more that portrays Raccoon City as kind of a modern company town where none of the residents want for anything, get an education, get jobs, and stability, but all in service of Umbrella, who is actually using the town's population and police as guinea pigs. 
This is the main source of tension between Claire and her brother Chris. Of course, this is kind of a false choice since everything devolves into literal life or death fight, but it's a decent idea. That said, the movie runs into the same problem the old movies run into by the film's end. This is where the unkillable zombie type shows up, paired with the ticking clock for the town, and we move away from sets to green screen st studios in a very obvious way. It's just one video game antic after another until the fin final boss is beaten. This franchise can't help itself, it <laughs> can it? The verdict is, it's fun enough. Perhaps it was the low expectations, or this film is really competently made enough for me to enjoy, but Welcome, Welcome to Coon City might be, my yeah, sorry, might be my favorite Resident Evil film to date, for whatever that's worth. 5 out of 10. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, with the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.